<coughs> Welcome everyone to a special edition of All Parsha on Parshas Vayakel. This week is Vayakel Pekude. Going to be focusing on two Rambans on Vayakel, citing yet a third, and then concluding with the concluding statements of the Ramban on Sefer Shemois at the end of Parshas Pekude. Here we have in Parak Lamed Hay, Pasuk Chafalaf, a very unusual expression. We encounter this for the first time, because until now, when we spoke about those who were involved in donating to the Mishkan, they were called Nediv Libay, Nadva Ruchai, Chacham Leif. Those are the descriptions used until now. And now we come to Paraglam and Hei Pasuk Chaf Aleph Vayavoyu Kal Ish Asher Nisa'ay Libay. And now every man whose heart carried him, whose heart inspired him. V'choyal Asher Nadva Ruchai, I say. And anyone who was motivated by generous spirit. But the Ramban is troubled. What is this expression, Nesa'i Libay, his heart carried him? What does this refer to? Why the expression Nesa'i Libay? Says Ramban, immortal words. This is one of the classic comments of the Ramban on Chumash. This is said in reference to the wise men, the talented men who performed the Malacha, but this does not refer to the donors. We do not find the expression those whose hearts elevated them. We do find an expression of generosity, but not This is the explanation. This is the true meaning of the phrase his heart carried him to approach the Malacha. Says Ramban, you have to understand who are these people who are involved in making the Mishkan? Did they have professional training? Did they go to artisan school? Did they learn the art? <clears throat> Did they learn the trade? <laughs> Nobody taught them how to carve, how to craft, how to weave. This is fine manufacturing. This is not like building pyramids, which is a gross skill. This is very fine motor skills. This is a very uh, a learned trade, an elegant craft. No one taught them how to do it. Nobody trained their hands. They just found it within themselves that they knew what to do. Says Ramban, quoting the Pasuk in Devei Hayomim, Their hearts were elevated in the ways of Hashem. To come before Moshe, to save them, we'll do it. Moshe says, who here could craft, could weave special tapestries that one side displayed an eagle, one side displayed a cherub? Who could chisel out the menorah from one large mass? Who could create very ornate keruvim? This is something that could take decades to learn how to create. You have great um, sculptors who spent their entire lives uh, honing these skills. You had great painters. And yet you had Jews that who just came out of Egypt were involved in uh, manual labor, menial labor. And they didn't have any fine skills. How could they, how did they find it? How did they find the ability to create the Mishkan? The answer is nobody taught them. Nobody showed them. They didn't train. They just found the capacity within themselves. Ramban cites the Pasuk, Vayigba Liboy Bedarke Hashem. 
their hearts were elevated in the ways of Hashem. This is a type of gaiva, this is a type of positive esteem, where a person says, I would like to accomplish for the sake of Hashem, small me, ani hakatan, as untrained as I am, and unskilled as I am, I have such a burning desire to accomplish for Hashem, this is called spiritual ambition. <clears throat> Rabbi Yeruchim Yeravitz, the Mashkiach of the Mir, in his Sefer Das Torah, has a classic exposition on these words of the Ramban, explaining that if we look around, in all endeavors of this world, who are the successful people? The wealthy people, the people who accomplish, the people who are movers and shakers, the people who are well-connected, says Rabbi Rucham, the key, the central ingredient in success and going places in this world, it's not intellect, it's not social ability, the key ingredient in being successful in this world is in a word which, uh, and, and a phrase which may not be so well known, but Rabbi Yeruchim identifies this as the key ingredient in being a successful person. Yazama, ambition. Says Rabbi Yeruchim, ambition is the barometer with which we could measure whether someone is going places in this world. If you see somebody floundering, most likely he's not that ambitious. If you see somebody highly successful, if he is made up of the stuff of greatness, and that stuff is what is called yazama, <coughs> ambition. And Rabbi Rucham drops a bombshell. He says, uh, just an amazing revelation. He says, if you wanted to know, what is the difference between the earlier generations? Rishonim. How did the Rishonim become so great? A Rashi, or a Rambam, a Ramban, a Rajva. How did they become so great? A Rabbi Kiva Eger, a Chsam Soifer. What was it about them that allowed them to scale the heights of the heavens? Says Rabbi Rucham, the key difference between the earlier generations and us, not that they were smarter than us. It's not that they were more God-fearing. Now, they may have been smarter, they may have been more God-fearing, but that's not the Nakuda, that's not the point. Rabbi Rucham says the key difference between the earlier generations and us is Yazama, ambition. They were more spiritually ambitious than us. They said, I want to come close to Hashem. I want to know the Shah. So whether I'm cut out, I'm not cut out, I want it so badly, I'm going to do it. I want to be misdavik Takadosh Baruch Hu. Right now I'm not on the Madrega, but Vayigma Liboy Bedarche Hashem. I want it so bad. That desire, that chuka, that yearning to say, it doesn't matter what my, my ability seems to be, but I have unlimited capacity because of my burning desire to come close to Hashem. And the Ramban speaks about this at length. Earlier on in Parshas Kisisa, in Parak Lamanala, Pasuk Beis, Re'e Karasi B'Shem, see I have proclaimed B'Tzalel by name. Why, as the introduction to B'Tzalel, this chief architect of the Mishkan, does Rebbe Shalom say, see I have proclaimed by name. And the Ramban explains, the Jewish people were crushed by backbreaking labor, bricks, cement. Nobody trained them how to craft silver, gold, fine tapestries. They never studied it. They never were taught it. Isn't it a great palace, says Ramban? 
that there should be found among Klal Yisrael. Adam Chacham Gadol, someone who's so wise and talented in silver and gold and copper and wood and stone weaving. Even if somebody spent years studying various crafts to be proficient in all of the above trades, they're very rare to, start, to have someone who's an artisan in all the above trades. Ramban says, it's a nest. Re'ei karasi b'shem. Look, I proclaim by name, this is a miracle of God. But the underlying mechanism behind this miracle is Rebbe Hashem has created a way that a human being could tap into the unlimited capacity that's endowed into our divine souls. Every person's neshama is an end, is a a entity of the divine. It's a chelak mimal. It's a piece of the Rebbe Hashem kviyachal, as if to say, which means we have endless ability, infinite talent. And even if you were never taught and trained, but a person could say, I want it so bad, I'm going to tap into the reservoir of ability and talent that lays within me and bring out latent and dormant ability, and I could, I could conquer the world, I could accomplish anything. This is Amidam Nesiyas Lev. You could look at the shelf, you could look at the shas, and you could say, look, I'm not a great reader, my understanding is weak, but I want to know the Torah of Hashem, and that feeling could propel a person to godless Torah, greatness in Torah learning. Let's move on now to uh, one more offering in the Ramban, Paraklam and Hey. Pasuk Chafes. Anashim al Anashim. The men came with the women. Kol Nadivlev. Every generous hearted person. Heviu, they brought Chach. Chach is a type of jewelry. A bracelet, the nezem, a nose ring, the tabas, a regular ring, the chumas, and Rashi says chumas was a ornament worn in the makam of erva. It's interesting. The Ramban later on in the parsha in Perak Lamed Ches pasuk Ches discusses the fact that Moshe was disgusted when the women brought the mirrors to donate, to make the kiar, Moshe says, this is uh, ma'os, it's disgusting. You use that for vanity, for a vain purpose, to beautify yourself. And the Ramban asks a very uh, strong question there. The Ramban says that Moshe wasn't disgusted by the chumaz. The chumaz is an ornament that literally lays on the makam erva. Isn't that more ma'os? And the Ramban says that, yes, maybe inherently it is a davar ma'os. However, it got mixed up among the other ornaments and ultimately everything was melted down and they didn't make one kli specifically from the chumas. So it sort of, uh, it was able to mix together with other offerings. However, the mirrors were the sole items being used to construct the laver, the kiar, and therefore Moshe says that was a davar ma'as. So that's also an interesting question and answer brought by the Ramban later in the parsha. But here the Ramban is... Uh, Trouble to explain the the beginning of the pasuk. Paraklam and Hey pasuk Chafes talks about the men came with the women, and then it says all the generous hearted people, and then it says v'chol isha sharhenif tenufas zahav, and every man that waved the waving of gold lashem. So when it comes to the offering of gold, it calls it a waving. Also, the end of the pasuk says ish. Does that imply that earlier on in the pasuk nediv lev refers to the women? Furthermore, the Ramban uh, comments on the next pasuk because 
The next two psukim talk about the chol isha shanim itai tchelas v'argaman v'soylas shani v'sheish v'izim v'oyrois elim. And every man here it doesn't say that waved a wave offering. Every man that was found with them, blue wool, red, scarlet, linen, goatskin. Here it doesn't say a wave offering. It says those who it was found with them. And then it talks about the silver and the copper, and it says, Kol meirim trumas kasef Anyone who donated, anyone who separated a portion. And then it says, Anyone who it was found with them, acacia wood. So now, shitim wood. So there are four items being donated. Each one, a different expression is used. When it comes to the gold, it's called a wave offering. When it comes to the silver, it's called a truma. By the way, Rabbi Shlomo Kluger says in the Imre Shefer that tenufa refers to a carbon that is brought as a kapara. So he, uh, Rabbi Shlomo Kluger suggests, the gold was brought as a kapara for the egel that was made of gold. And therefore the lashon of tenufa is mentioned in reference to the gold as opposed to the silver and copper were just a free will offering. And therefore it says the lashon of meirim, a generous offering. But the Ramban offers his uh, position. Again, the word tenufa is used in reference to the gold. Churuma is used in reference to the silver and the copper. And two items, it says, that they were found with the Jewish people. Firstly, the tcheles agaman tela shani v'sheish ve'izim, and that it says in Pasuk Chav Gimel. And then in Pasuk Chav Dalet, it also says that atzei shitim were nimtza itai. So Ramban is troubled why not group together all the items that are considered Nimsa Itai. So Ramban learns that in Pasuk Chavbez, when it says the men came with the women, and then uses an expression of kol nadiv lev, the nadiv lev is a description of the anashim and the nashim. It's going on both of them. And they brought the chach, which were uh, bracelets and nose rings and rings and the chumas. The Ramban learns kol kli zahav refers to all other ornaments, other kinds of bracelets, earrings, and then the Ramban says that when the Pasuk says, every man that brought a waving of gold, that refers to broken fragments of gold that uh, men may have had, either uh, broken jewelry or coins that were fragmented. And then it says, the Ramban learns, any man who had blue wool and purple wool, why does it use the Lashon of Nimsa Itam? The Ramban says it's because these materials were not as common. Very few were found. The Ramban says, Only a little bit of, only few people had in their possessions blue wool and purple wool. And then it says, again in reference to the Atzei Shittim, Asher Nimsa Itai Atzei Shittim. And the reason why they are broken up in a separate category of nimtza itai, says Ramban, is because as few people who had tcheles argaman shani, even fewer of them had atzei shitim, as Chazal say, that the atzei shitim were planted by Avraham Avinu, and Yaakov Avinu brought them down to Mitzrayim. So this was more of a specialty item. So even though in reference to the tcheles and argaman, it says asher nimtza itai, but even less common than that were the Atse Shitim. Now, says Ramban, regarding the silver and the copper, he says, 
than Matthias Bekelem. Most men had silver and copper in coin or in vessels, but they're not mentioned in reference to the uh, gold, which was donated earlier. Says Ramban, the reason for that is the gold women had. Women had jewelry made out of gold. And therefore, in terms of the uh, donations of gold, it says Noshim. Uh, Anoshim v'noshim. And in that uh, reference, it says Asher Hinef. Because since the gold was the most valuable, so it's typical for a donator of gold to uh, wave the offering. In other words, you know, check out what I got. I have the goods. I have the gold. Or the recipient may, you know, give it a little shake. In other words, you know, we struck it big. So the Ramban is learning that regarding Pasuk Chavbez, in terms of the donations of the gold, that is designated specifically for men and women. Because gold, the women uh, had gold ornaments. However, the women did not have silver and copper. Their jewelry was only made out of gold. However, the men, the Ramban learns, had silver and copper. And they are designated for a separate pasuk called Meirim, Trumas Kesef, Unachoyshes, Heviu. So in other words, the Ramban says like this. Those were not as common. And then it specifies the cedar wood. Because that was even more rare. Most men had silver and copper in their coins. But the silver and the copper were not mentioned earlier. Because there, the women are mentioned. And the women don't have silver and copper. Referring to the rings in the noses of the women, it says gold rings. The women's jewelry was gold only. And in terms of waving, so regarding the waving of the gold, not as many people had deposits of that as those who brought silver and copper. That's why it's called a tenufa. Why? gold will wave his hand to indicate the importance of the uh, donation. Or the recipient will wave the gold. So this explains why tenufa is used in reference to gold. More common was silver and copper, and that is called truma. And that is not mentioned earlier because in reference to the gold, that was brought by both the men and the women. So this explains the four uh, nuances of difference. Number one, by the gold. Number two, by the different colors of uh, wool and linen. Number three, referring to the copper and the silver. And number four, regarding the shittim wood. Let us conclude by reading the Ramban's Beautiful conclusion to Sefer Shemais at the end of Parshas Pekudei in many versions. This is the Ramban's summary and concluding marks, uh, remarks of Parshas Pekudei. says, Ramban, Vinei Nishlam Sefer Hagu'ula. As we mentioned, Ramban dubs Shemais, the book of redemption. Asher Hashem Aleke Yisrael Bavoy. That Hashem, the God of Israel, came in it. In other words, the Ribbon Shem appeared to Klal Yisrael in this book. 
Levnei Yisrael am Karoivoy, Hoishia Miad Soina, he saved us from our enemy, from Mitzrayim, from Amalek, Ugola Miad Oivoy, he redeemed us from our, uh, of, uh, our, our Oyev, which is a more intense enemy, the Elov, Yavoy Ba'alfei Shinon, Verechev, Ribai, and to him, to the Jewish people, he came with thousands of chariots and and myriads of angels, to give the Jewish people the true Torah, the Yesh, the 310 worlds, to the one he loved. He built a dwelling place, to reside his divine presence on the cherub umikdash la mikdash in a sanctuary for the temple shahamelch ben masibai that the king would participate in his uh, arena of rejoicing. Ubaruch Hashem achafet shloim avdai. The Ramban now offers personal words. He says, Blessed is Hashem who desires the peace of his servant. Asher adhina azaray lavay. That until now, the Yivan Hashem has helped his servant come to renew youthful quality in his old age. The Ramban is saying that in his old age, Yivan Hashem renewed his strength. Hashem satiated with his taira, the hung, his hunger, referring to the Ramban saying to his own hunger. He gave him to suckle the honey and the milk of his taira. Ramban says, because I dedicated and prepared my whole heart for the service of Hashem. And to his name, he blesses every morning and every evening. Blessed is he who we eat from his possession, from his bounty. And we live in his goodness. Blessed is he who gives strength to his servant the son of his maidservant, Baruch Hanoisen Layoiv Kayach. Blessed is he who gives strength to the weary, Ula'in Oinim, and to one without energy, Atzma Yarbe, he gives great power. So Ramban thanks Riban Sham for invigorating him with the strength necessary to apply oneself to the learning of Torah. May we all be Zoicha to the blessings upon the conclusion of Sefer and Chumash. I wish everyone Chazak, Chazak, Venis Chazak.